In Southeast Agnet's Ag and Review for the week ending January the 13th, USDA's National Agriculture Statistics Service released their January crop reports on Thursday, and Bianca Pernada with NAS in Washington, D.C. says 2016 cotton crop production is now estimated to be up 3% from the December forecast. All cotton production is estimated at 17,480 pound bells, up 3% from December forecast and up 32% from 2015. The United States yield is estimated at 855 pounds per acre, up 34 pounds from the December forecast, and up 89 pounds from last year. Harvested area at 9.52 million acres is unchanged from December forecast, but up 18% from last year. Cotton record yield are forecast in Alabama, Florida, Kansas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. Cotton production in Georgia is forecast at 2.2 million bales, down 2% from the last month and down 2% from last year. In Alabama, production is forecast at 705,000 bales, down 1% from December, but up 27% from last year. Florida production is expected to total 200,000 bales, up 11% from last month and up 31% from 2015. In summary, all cotton production in the United States is forecast at 17 million bales in 2016, up 3% from last month and up 32% from last year. This is Bianca Pernado with the USDA National Agricultural Statistics Service. Thanks, Bianca. And when it comes to the 2016 peanut crop, Tyron Spearman says the numbers are lower than they were in the previous report. USDA has released the final peanut report on the area harvested, yield, and production for 2016. On peanuts, peanut production now is going down at 2,841,000 tons. Earlier, they had predicted 3,100,000 tons. That is down 5% from last year. The planted area is 1.67 million acres. That's up 3% from last year. The average yield, 3,675 pounds. They had hoped for 4,000 pounds, but that is down about 259 pounds from the November estimate and down 170 pounds from 2015. But overall, a crop of 2,842,000 tons. It looks like Alabama will average 3,600 pounds per acre, Florida 3,900 pounds per acre, and Georgia 3,940 pounds per acre on peanuts for this past year. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast Agnet. Well, in other news, over the next few months, USDA will be interviewing thousands of dairy operators to learn more about the state of that industry. Gary Crawford has the story. How is the Dairy Margin Protection Program working nationally? What's the general financial health of the dairy industry? What are the costs of production? To find out the answer to those and other dairy questions... We will be going to personally enumerate a little over 3,000, about 3,200 dairy farmers across the U.S. That's Tori Lawrence with USDA's Ag Statistics Service. Personally enumerate means basically USDA folks are going to be coming to see those producers and ask them survey questions. He says by now, if you are one of the farmers selected for those interviews, you should have gotten a postcard which tells you to expect someone to contact you about the survey. And also to get certain records together so they can prepare for the uh, interview. And the postcards talk about making appointments for the one-on-one interview. Among other things, Tori Lawrence says... The results really will help USDA and and other uh, policymakers analyze the impacts of the new uh, Dairy Margin Protection Program. MPP for short, and possibly suggest changes in it for the next Farm Bill, which would be crafted about two years from now. The MPP helps compensate dairy producers when milk prices fall a certain amount in relation to cost of production. It's a voluntary thing. Farmers can elect to buy several levels of margin protection. However, so far, the farmer participation in it, the payouts from it. So really, with 
with with with costs driving a lot of the structural changes uh within the industry any information that is received from this survey is really uh critical to uh measuring uh any of the initial impacts or effects of of the uh, dairy margin protection program and critical to any decisions about improvements that might be made in it improvements guided by solid data which USDA folks will gather from dairy operators starting this month and the interview process finishing up by May Lawrence expects most of these statistics to be published in early August of this year. Then USDA dairy analysts will milk those numbers and do their analytical work. That material expected to come out several months later. No date yet set for that. In Washington, Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Thanks, Gary. You know, U.S. farmers bought more tractors in 2016 compared to 2015. At least that's according to the latest report from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Through December, AEM says 2016 tractor sales were up 3%, totally more than 211,000. That compared to only 205,000 sold in 2015. Well, USDA released their annual report on how much it will cost to raise a child over the next year. Kathy Isom has that story. The USDA recently released its annual Cost of Raising a Child report, focusing on children born in the year 2015. According to the study, parents can expect to shell out more than $233,000 from when the child is born up until their 18th birthday. Here's USDA Undersecretary Kevin Concannon with more. A middle-income, two-parent family with a child born in 2015 will likely spend between $12,350 and $13,900 each year on food, health care, housing, transportation, child care, and other expenses related to child rearing. The report was authored by the USDA's Center for Nutrition Policy and Promotion, looked at spending by both two-parent and single-parent households at multiple income levels. And also examines spending across various geographic regions of the country. For example, where families in rural and urban areas spent the most and the least raising their children. To learn more and read the entire report, Expenditure on Children by Families 2015, you can go online at www www.usda.gov. The USDA has provided estimates of annual expenditures on children since 1960. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Everett Grinder talks about how the new overtime law may hurt, not help, producers. Farmers and others who work the land have never punched a clock. Traditionally, they begin early and they work till the day's assignment is over. To them, there's no such thing as overtime. Well, now there is, in one of our states, state lawmakers passed a law that requires farm owners to pay overtime for anything past eight hours. Farm workers have always earned extra income by working extra hours. How could an assembly of people who know little or nothing about how a business is run make such a mistake? I say mistake because if the law is intended to generate more income, it's likely to do just the opposite. It's likely that now... The day will end abruptly after just eight hours. There will be probably less pay, not more, because there won't be as many extra hours. We'll see. And that's Ag Review for today. Everett Griner, Southeast Agnet. Those reports and more from this past week can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.